Hi, you've tuned in to the Lovely Travels podcast where we talk about all things travel and adventure. My name is Emma Lovell, also known as Lovely, and I have a mission to visit every UN-recognised country in the world while raising awareness for mental health. Join me as we revisit some of my past adventures, speak to fellow travellers and interesting locals, all while following the journey to 195 countries. I'll be joined soon by my co-pilot, Darius, in Germany. And sometimes we're even going to hit the road together. Make sure to join in the adventure by following me on Instagram, Lovely Travels. You can also join our Facebook group, Lovely Travels Community, and learn more about us at the website, lovelytravels.com. But for now, it's listening time. Travel vicariously along with us. Ho, 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 hello, and welcome to the Lovely Travels podcast, fellow elves. Um, hi, Emma. <laughs> good tidings to you. Oh, good tidings we bring. kings. Yes, or whatever your local favourite sports team is. Yeah, go Sydney kings. Not in Sydney anymore, but anyway. Uh, yes, Merry Christmas, everyone. Well, it's, t- we, it's uh, just... Three days till Christmas. Three days. Uh, so we thought probably best to do a Christmas episode and it's our first year, so that's a bit fun. So I don't know what we're going to do next year. Uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll be having Christmas together. Yeah. Or just another Christmas episode. Yep. We can just keep it moving. So Keep the, tradi- keep the tradition of Christmas <laughs> alive. We will. So what we wanted to do today, though, was talk about um, – you know, you're living in Germany, so I wanted yep. to hear about what Christmas is like in Germany. I'm very fortunate to have been there very near to Christmas yep. and experienced some of the lovely traditions. There are many. Um, so that's really cool. And then we'll talk a little bit about, you know, what's Christmas like in Australia, which is quite different for some of our foreign listeners. It, it definitely doesn't really sometimes feel Christmassy mm. <laughs> um, when it's very, very hot and you're used to seeing photos of things in the snow, but it's what we're used to and what we've grown up with. Uh, so we have our own traditions. And then, yeah, I've actually been very fortunate to be in about or in and around about 12 or 13 different countries around Christmas time. Wow. So just talking about some of the things that I've seen um, in the different places and, and some of the little, uh, yeah, how it feels to be in a different place for Christmas. Mm. That sounds good. I am, um, yeah, I hope I can, I can bring across some of the German festiveness because this year it is not all that festive. Um, you know, a lot of office Christmas parties have obviously been cancelled. We've got no Christmas markets. We've got no, um, well, I think that's the main bit that's keeping it keeping it from being festive, and everyone's just yes. a little bit sort of sort of down. And the Chris Kindle marked or the Weihnachtsmarkt uh, are a big part of Christmas in Europe, but um, yeah. particularly in Germany. Yeah. Uh, so that is a shame. I hadn't really thought about that. Um, but you know, I've had seen people posting quite a bit lately, and, and especially this weekend as we see some of the restrictions and, and lockdowns coming back, which, to be honest, considering, the, you know, how much we frivolity we usually engage in, it might be smart considering the year that we had. Uh, but people are saying things like Christmas is cancelled, <clears throat> and that's ridiculous. Christmas is not cancelled. It never is cancelled. It might look a bit different 
Um, it might feel a bit different, but the you know the things that Christmas is about is meant to be about Presence. joy, peace, love. Uh, being there for one another, remembering the important things in life. And so please, wherever you are, Christmas isn't cancelled. You can still be a good person. You can still reach out to your loved ones. And you can have some new fun little traditions in your own house, you know. Let's let's get creative. Yeah, I've, I've really been enjoying seeing the decadently decorated trees uh, of my friends <laughs> this year because it seems like people are going all out at home at least, Um you know, and and German Christmas trees can get, or German Christmas decorations can be pretty full on. They're very um, luxurious and quite um, regal, yeah. even. Quite, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Very, very rich colours and very um, old traditional. Uh, our Christmas tree is not traditional. Um, I am quite the humbug, bar humbug. <laughs> I am a bit of a Grinch. I do not like decorating. Hmm. Uh, I love decoration. I love going to the, you know, the like I said, with the Christmas markets. I love being in places that are like when it's cold, like England and the US, you know, seeing all the decked out places. I think it looks really beautiful, really magical. Um, I just don't want it in my house. I don't want to have to put it up and I don't want to have to take it down. That's fair. So we, um, some people mistake my not wanting to do it for not having it. And then they buy it for me, and that is definitely a misconception because I didn't want it. Uh, so I do have a wreath on my door and some little um, grass, little reindeer things that my mother-in-law has managed to hustle in, mm-hmm. um, sneak in. And my my mum one year bought me a, a Christmas tree. It's like a white. I'll put a photo up of it on the uh, socials. It's like a white bear tree. Mm. with little little um, twinkle lights on it, on, on the branches. And she had given me one one decoration. Um, the following year she bought me more decorations and I, <laughs> I had to reinforce that I don't want this. But Matthew, my husband, has actually put the tree, the tree um, it looks more like a twig with some lights on it, to be honest. Ah, so um, it's not a, not a traditional um, evergreen from the pine family? No, it's a no. plastic twig. <laughs> I think, and I, I, from from the few Christmases that I had in Australia, um, you know, it was never really quite as as Christmassy. I remember we had a Christmas palm tree one year, um, and we had a Christmas. I had this inflatable alien from the Easter show. Uh, it was green, and we decorated him as a Christmas tree one year. Um, but yeah, most, yeah. most of so, yeah. I mean, some people do go love it and go all out. And when I was a kid, we did. We had the Christmas tree and we all had our own special decorations and mum and dad had some beautiful sets of decorations. But um, since I've been um, really living in, in God knows where <laughs> since I was, um, since 2011, I've, I've not lived at home. But even then I was living in other places overseas at times Um you know, trying to keep and store decorations and move them about with me is not really um, realistic. So if the house I'm staying in or the people I'm living with decorate, then yay. But um, both Matt and I really are, are not fussed. And I keep being told that next year we'll have to, we will <laughs> have to, Darius, because we'll have a child. Mm. And I said, I don't, one, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> Two, I will have an 11-month-old and a cat 
do you really think that decorations and baubles and little shiny like bits that thing people can eat and swallow is a good idea? I don't think so. Was that a rhetorical question? Because it, it is not rhetorical. a good idea. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, in case I was on the fence, which I think my sarcastic tone probably proved I wasn't, uh, yeah. uh, thank you for clarifying. It's not okay. a good idea. If we do decorate, it will be very high. Sure. I've had Christmases <laughs> like that too. <laughs> so tell me, um, you have done quite the extensive research, which I always appreciate and and you know sure. I'm thankful and grateful for you Darius and your fun facts throughout the year bringing joy to many um keep bring us home with some fun facts and tell us what is christmas like in in Germany. well to start off emma did you know that christmas is actually celebrating the birth of my old buddy jesus i actually did know that fact okay um, i'm just small just but important up. fact about what is Christmas? What is Christmas? And I think people with, with a, you know, um, us, people don't necessarily always say Merry Christmas now. Sometimes we say uh, wishing you a, 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 like, festive season or something because yeah. there are many cultures around the world who don't, you know, if you don't have Christianity or Catholicism, you probably don't, aren't really celebrating Christmas. However, it's really, really spread and there are a lot of countries who where the main religion is not that however they quite like all the christmas stuff Mm. but we call it a festive season so sure well and a festive season uh in germany um it it is quite a long season and it feels like just after halloween so uh, end of october start of november um supermarkets you know start putting all the chocolatey uh, christmas food in in the in the shelves and that is sort of the, the like the inaugural start of the christmas season um whereas actually it, it you know the, the end of november is the start of the advent which is like a, a, a historically a, fees, a season of fasting um and then the advent time yeah fasting sorry but um we definitely don't do that segue. we pretty do much what? eat Oh, no, and people don't really fast here. I guess you have to be super religious or super conservative Catholic to, to actually fast during that time because I don't really hear of it. Um, no. Is the, there this thing about eating fish or is that only at Easter? Can you eat well, fish no, 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 no. at some point? It's, it's, so the fasting is, is keeping the food simple and stuff. So yeah, fish was historically considered uh, fast safe. Um, I've gone on a tangent of fasting, which I know absolutely nothing about. <laughs> well, I'm eating chocolate as you're talking, so um, <laughs> if you could keep rambling, that would be great. Keep rambling? Okay, no. The, the, the... Anyway, back to some more important Christmas days. Generally, Christmas starts, um, or the Christmas season starts, with putting up the Advent wreath, which is like a, a circular, it doesn't have to be circular, it's a symbolic sort of four candle situation. And then it, it's the four Sundays before Christmas. Um, so uh-huh. today it's actually the happy, so here you would say happy fourth of Advent, fourth Advent, because it's the fourth the Sunday or the last Sunday before Christmas and the fourth of the Advent Sundays. So You're our ruining Christmas, the podcast magic, Darius, letting our why? listeners know that we're recording early. <laughs> Oh, they 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 know that they know that. Come on. 
Um, Christmas is ruined. Christmas is not ruined, Emma. Christmas is not ruined. We will unruin it with this, with the cheer that we are we are spreading. Um, but one fun sort of Christmas season tradition is um, so Saint Nicholas comes on the sixth of December, and on the fifth of December, German kids, um, you know, put some shoes outside the door, and um, in the morning. There will usually be a few presents, um, a bit of chocolate and sweeties and stuff in the in the shoes, and that was Saint Nick giving you a little little taste of Christmas before Christmas actually happens. That's a tradition I can get on board with. Yeah, yeah. Um, putting stuff, chocolate in my shoes, please do. I shall advise Matthew that that would be very lovely. <laughs> so fifth of December, put your shoes out, um, and then I guess the. the Christmas season usually is, is you know, all the city centres, they will all have some sort of form of Christmas markets um, where they sell delicious nuts and snacks and fried food and all sorts and of... And Glühwein. And Glühwein. It's like mulled wine, I believe it's and called. crepes with Nutella. Crepes with Nutella and pork sandwiches and other oh. sorts of pork. Um yeah, which is which is nice because it's it's like a you know very social thing. You go there and you have a few glue vines with your friends, and um, but yeah, all of that is pretty much cancelled this year. The markets are cancelled, not Christmas. The markets are cancelled. That's right. Because mm-hmm. yeah, and then they're um, very charming. They look like little um, all the little uh, market huts that look like chalet type. Oh, you've, yeah, you, maybe you. I'd probably take him for granted. What did? What is your experience of a German Christmas market? Well, I was. Uh, you and I arranged in two thousand and six to meet up the one at the ones in Köln, yeah, uh, which should be said as Cologne to. Um, us foreigners, right? Which is one of the I hear one of the the most famous or one of the biggest ones. I think the mm. Munich is um, massive too. There's like, um, and they actually have they're so big that you have regions. So you go to the, you know, there'll be like the medieval area, and then there'll be mm. the this one, and there's the mm. this one, and so you could have five different Christmas markets around the city, and depending on your taste, uh, you would go to. The different ones, but they, yeah, they're really, really um, charming. There's usually some Christmas trees being sold. Um, each stall generally is dedicated to one specific thing, one item. Mm-hmm. Yep. So whether, you know, if they are selling the, um, I love the nuts, like all the yeah. sort of the candied nuts, well, then yeah, all yeah, they yeah. do at that stall is the candied nuts. And if, you know, there's the crepe stand and there's the glühwein stand and there's the, selling those beautiful uh, glowy glass things that you put the candle in. That's all they sell. Mm. And so, but then, yeah, they just eat, they look like little chalets. So it kind of looks like this tiny little village that you go into. Sure. Um, There'll be music on and there might be some um, entertainment, usually some, uh, there's, there might be a children's area with like rides and things like little merry-go-round. And it's generally just a really, uh, Fun place of, of good spirits that um, families go to. People go after work, meet their friends. Um, yeah, there's there's so- also almost always some sort of bar involved, and the <laughs> yes. the, the glue vine, the mulled wine, is you know part of it. I'm not a big fan of it, but you can get other drinks. Um, and the thing about and the thing about Germany and Europe, I, I feel in general, is like 
you don't go to the Christmas markets and get smashed. Like you don't go and get drunk. You go well. and you have a couple of beverages with your family, with your with your colleagues. You know, like you swing by. It's a very family-friendly atmosphere. I'm sure there are a few people who have a few too many, but generally mm. it's a really family vibe. Shout out, shout out to my friend Eric who <laughs> has has a um, has a stall at the Christmas markets where they serve booze and he got us through a couple of cold Christmas nights. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's, it's really charming and I think it's really nice when you're in a place for a few days as well. You know, you... You don't have to go. It's not a one-time thing. You can just sort of like yeah. when I was when we were in Köln. You know, we might have met up in the evening, and then you met up, meet up again in the lunchtime, and sure. you just walk through and you grab yourself like a you know bratwurst and uh, a glühwein and have a chat, and then you yep. carry on doing whatever you need to do for the day. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah, and it, it is quite a social thing for Germans, like you know, who have it every year. They still, you know, everyone looks forward to the Christmas markets and. It is, like you said, a very sociable thing. And you get really, like, you can get some really cute little unique gifts. Um, sort of feels more, like, authentic and handicraft. Like, you wouldn't get a lot of plasticky crap sort of thing. You're getting soaps and candles and um, beautiful glassware or, or wooden carved things or, you know, you can buy traditional steins or it just feels a lot more oldie-worldie traditional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's, if you want there's, the other stuff, you go. You don't. You know, you wouldn't go and buy jumpers and stuff. Like, or a, you know, you go to H and M for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, so that is, you know, that is that that is sort of sprinkled throughout the festive season here, the, the Christmas markets, and um, then, you know, usually the like the the few days before Christmas. Um, people will often like things really wind down sort of things wind down at work and then it gets pretty hectic like in the shops and stuff and the so Christmas Eve is the 24th of December um, yeah as it is everywhere but Christmas Eve is kind of the 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 important one in, in the Germany. main event yeah it's also funny because it's if it falls on a on a weekday um, like shops and stuff will still be open till around one o'clock um, so last minute presents are very much doable on Christmas Eve. And, um, so th th there's also a tradition of, of Frühschoppen, which is not as, as wildly celebrated, but it's basically, you go out for a drink on Christmas Eve in the morning. So me and my dad and my brother have been doing it for the past, ah, oh, I don't know, eight years or something. We oh, made it. That's a, nice. Meet at the pub in, in Dusseldorf and, um, you know, it's really nice feeling to be, you know, at the pub at about 10.30 in the morning with all these other people who were sort of fleeing the badness of Christmas and just having a quiet drink and a couple of, of um, rissoles or bratwurst and just sort of easing into Christmas like that. Um, and then Christmas Eve is, is, you know, the fancy dinner and the Christmas gifts and... Um, yeah, it's um, traditionally like the, the kids will not be allowed to go into the room, the Christmas room where the tree is and stuff because, you know, the um, Santa or even more traditionally the Christkind, it was like 
he looks it's it's like a baby baby angel sort of figure, but it's yeah. also Jesus at the same time. So it's okay. like baby Jesus Christmas guy. Um, little, <laughs> it's like in um, Talladega Nights. He's like little baby Jesus, fresh newborn baby Jesus. I pray to you know. I like to I like to picture Jesus as a as a newborn baby. Like yeah. that's not how Jesus is. Anyway, no, no, no. This is Jesus before he, before he grew the beard. Um, so yeah, it's not Santa who really brings the presents. It's the Christkind. Um, but I feel this like a family. Like a different. Some people have the Weihnachtsmann, and some people the Christkind comes. It's kind of like you know Christianity. You can you can mash different personas into one. Make it your it's own. Fine. DIY. It's fine. But yeah, <laughs> it's and then, your own so, adventure. You know? So another big difference to Australia is that the um, presents are opened on the twenty fourth in the evening. Yes. Yeah. Big not, difference. Not on not we on Boxing Christmas- Day. 25th Christmas morning. No, we don't do Boxing Day either. Boxing Day is just for uh, – I think uh, Boxing Day is a weird day. I don't think they have it in US. That's an English and Australian yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, fun fact, one in four Germans go to church on Christmas. That's quite a that's, lot. That's quite a lot. That's quite a lot. And um, in oh, here's a, here is a fun fact actually. In 2007, Pope Benedict XVI gave his brother George an electric foot warmer for Christmas. What year? 2007. Ah. The Pope's brother George got an electric uh, foot warmer for Christmas. How did you find that fact? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. (laughs) It was on one of the many Christmas fact research sites that I visited. There you go. If you want to find Christmas facts, guys, a secret is revealed. That could be what you um, can do at Christmas. That could be a new Christmas tradition, learning Christmas facts. Yeah, you go, maybe you're welcome. Popal, popal give, giving traditions. So what happens after Christmas Day then? You just kind of show's over, wrap it all up. Do you have a thing like just to get all your decorations down and, and all that sort of bad, lucky mm, stuff. No, 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 no. Decorations stay up, I feel like, till just before New Year's Eve. Mm. Um, and the, the 25th and 26th are public holidays in Germany. So the 25th and 26th of December. And that's known as the first Christmas day and the second Christmas day. And um, that's traditionally reserved for um, visiting long lost res- relatives and... Um, getting questionable gifts and eating a lot. There's there's a lot of eating. Everyone gets together to eat. So there's you know if you have a big family, it's not unusual to for people to be like here at lunch and then there at dinner and then the next day you know another brunch and then another dinner. Like it's very there's a lot of social obligation. Yes, which you know although some things won't be the same this year, I think there might be some people grateful for. The not the less hecticness and the not running about business mm. because sometimes like it gets more about having to see all the people and give all the gifts and do all the things and tick all the boxes as opposed to being about celebrating together and um, enjoying the time and remember you know again remembering what Christmas is meant to be about. I think presents. <laughs> I think it's changed a lot over the years, but. Well, there you go. So, um, yeah, that's dramatically different to uh, what Australia is like for Christmas. Go on then. 
we pretty much, yeah, limited to Christmas Eve, Christmas Day and Boxing Day. There are Christmas days. Um, I mean, so people put up their decorations sometime in December. Generally it's, you know, you're meant to wait till 1st of December. Um, and then it's a lot about gifts here. Like people got to yeah. do all the Christmas shopping and, like I said, people get a bit frantic with the – the buying of the gifts and got to cover everybody, you know, every man and his dog. Literally mm. people buy animals for the dogs. Uh, uh, sorry, animals for the dogs, gifts for the dogs <laughs> and for the cats. Um, so I, I choose not to partake in that often. I have a sure. no gift policy. I've had that a few times over the years because um, I'm more about quality time over quantity of things. and. Mm-hmm. Also not, I love giving gifts. I love buying stuff when I think of somebody and I see them, but forced giving is not really, I feel like it's kind of losing its message. So I, I like a lot of families starting to do here the um, uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Kringle thing where you um, get a name out of a hat um, yeah. or you allocate one person and you buy a good gift you know, so you set a budget of $50 or $100 and you buy one person a really good gift as opposed to somebody getting 10 really shitty $10 gifts. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and also for the children, I think, you know, children getting 50 toys from every single family member is not really awesome. A, f- a friend of mine, his family, shout out to, to, to Dennis, He his family every year does like a raffle. So they'll just bring general gifts and then <laughs> they'll raffle them off. It's pretty funny. That's fun. Yeah, like there's fun ways to do that and I think to just reduce some um, of this um, unnecessary buying and, and uh, waste. There's a lot of waste. So, I think um, like for a lot of people, like maybe it's like a early 30, early to mid 30s thing as well. Like everyone's sort of making their own money and you can buy the stuff that you want. You know, you'll generally just buy it for yourself because you can. Um, so, the you know, people are like, oh, you know, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, I Nothing. Peace and quiet, please. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, experiences are something that I really love to give. Um, so sure. sometimes buying a voucher for someone. And honestly, I, I, I really feel like money is a really gen- like a really generous and thoughtful gift. Um, mm. So if in doubt, um, I'm always up Chinese for money. Very Chinese of you. It is, the but then you get... But then you get what you want and, um, you know, but then if you're just going to give each other money, then it's kind of just a transaction system. So that's where my policy comes from. Anyway, some people don't follow my um, very grinchy ways. Can I jump in for a second? Um, A lot of people get super stressed over Christmas because there is a lot of social pressure to, like, buy expensive gifts and make it perfect and, I don't know, but it's – I can only speak to it from a from a male's point of view, but there's a you know there's there's a certain expectation that you're you know meant to keep everything running and um, just like everyone feels like that. You're not alone if you're feeling under pressure from Christmas. It's not like you know other people are just they're putting on a happy face, but everyone is stressed. You know the the working year winds up and you're stressed at work. Everyone's trying to finish everything before the holidays and. You know, media is going crazy, telling you you need to buy presents and make everything perfect. And just if you can, 
chill out. Relax. Enjoy. Relax. And, and, and share and the load, you know. Don't let – if somebody's yeah. – you know, we were meant to be, unfortunately, um, you know, if you've seen my Lotus posts on social media, I'm in home quarantine. So I will be having a very quiet Christmas. I will be with mm. my darling husband, Matthew, and my – kitty cat t'challa and my in-laws will be dropping over their leftovers for our lunch (laughs) and we'll just be watching some christmas movies on loop i'm pretty sure and sleeping um but we were meant to be going to a pool party with friends which so Mm. again australia is hot it is very hot on christmas sometimes it does Mm. rain but traditionally it's a super hot lovely day so you have your lunch you do your presents in the morning you have usually a lunch and generally there's also seafood included is quite traditional here, prawns, and mm. um, the lines for the prawns usually start three or four days before and people are there at 4 a.m. at the fish at the boats ready to get their prawns. That's a tradition. <laughs> the poor prawns. The poor prawns. So, um, and then, you know, you have a lunch and then in the afternoon you go in the pool um, and then maybe in the evening once it's cooled down a bit and you're all a bit full and tired, you watch a Christmas movie. That's been my mm. Christmases. Um, but, yeah, we, we were meant to be going to this friend's house for a pool party. There were going to be like 20 of us. And it was such a lovely idea. What, what she does is say, what do you want to bring? What, is, what do people want to bring? And yeah. we were all going to contribute a dish and then she Everyone makes a menu. salads. Well, you know, if someone goes, I'll bring the ham, I'll bring a turkey, I'll bring a salad, I'll bring a pavlova, yeah. you know. And so then everybody's contributing to the menu and your host doesn't have to do everything because that's a lot. Mm. For one person to have to do. So that's the other yeah. way, you, you know, share the load, make it community, all chip in, all make it a fun day so everybody gets to enjoy it. Uh, Christmas Eve tends to be, and this is quite traditional with Australian, all Australian things, you go for a drink. <laughs> so you generally mm-hmm. you go down to the local pub. People tend to try and be home by like between 10 and midnight. I think, you know, I think the midnight thing is the Santa thing, but also wanting to get up early and be with the family. Right. So usually I used to go down when I lived in the Shire. It was fun. You go and meet up with all the old school friends, see people you haven't seen for ages. Everybody's home, even though you live overseas or or interstate. Mm. A lot of people are back in their hometowns. So you go to the local, have a drink, which obviously will be a bit different this year. And then you're home with the family the next day. And then Boxing Day, which is Australia's, you know, and maybe you can fun fact it while I'm – I think literally it was like the boxing up, the boxing of the the, the gifts or something or throwing away the boxes was where Boxing Day came from. But that's usually a day where you, you eat leftovers and you watch as well as play cricket and you spend the day in the pool. And to be honest, sometimes Boxing Day was my favourite. It was more chilled. Usually like mum would relax more too, dad was relaxed. You just invite friends over, you go open door policy, we're going to be in the pool, come over whenever you want. And like last year our friends up the road did the same here. It was just open door policy, pop in whenever you're about and we'll be Mm. drinking and eating and bring your leftovers and we'll share. Yeah, it's it's a lot more sociable than in in Germany. It's very much a family affair, and um, very much like I don't want to say behind closed doors, but everyone like every family does their own sort of thing. I think um, there's an I think there's niceness to both. I think there is a niceness about having your family. Depends on your family, eh? Yeah. Well, it does, but and that makes it hard a little bit too when you have. You know, when people start getting married and having children and yeah. the family expands and then you have to choose. So having these big, somebody says open house policy, it means in-laws, 
cousins, friends, neighbours, everybody can just come in and enjoy. And, yes. Yeah. Back, back in the day, my dad used to do the, the food shopping. So on Christmas Eve in the in the morning, like he'd put on like a brunch and we'd, the house would be full of, full of like, a, like a, just like a party, I guess, but not a party, but, you know, a few drinks before Christmas. <laughs> That's sort of the idea, um, which was also yeah. always, always really nice. Um, so I think predominantly in Australia, Christmas is an excuse to drink, <laughs> as so with all the, of our commemorative holidays and and uh, festival seasons. Yeah. They are German German alcohol drinking. consumption rises thirty six percent over Christmas. That sounds. I think Australia would probably rise sixty to seventy percent, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and a lot of people are a bit disappointed this year about not having Christmas parties. But again, that gets really like the weeks leading up to Christmas. I don't know what it is, but everyone's decided. I haven't seen you all year, but I have to see you in in the two weeks leading up to Christmas. Well, I think it's similar to like the the, the sudden need to go to church. Um, is maybe like a sudden need to to catch up with friends who you haven't seen to all repent. year. To repent. To <laughs> repent. You need repenting. Um, in Germany, another big thing is the Christmas tree. Um, generally, generally, there's hardly any plastic Christmas trees. And in fact, 30 million live trees are sold every year in Germany, like little Christmas trees. Wow. I um, think we, as a, it's becoming a little more popular here. Um, I don't know mm. where the hell they grow because pine trees are not really native. Mm. A type of pine tree would be, but they're not as common as they are in, in Europe and the US. Mm. But we had one ever when I was a little kid and I think my dad <laughs> got so pissed off with the pine needles that he um, said never again. Well, we, there's, yeah. Yeah, Matthew and I went. were over in the US for Thanksgiving um, two years ago in 2018 and we actually went to a Christmas tree farm and we cut down a Christmas tree. Um, it was pro- I was probably a little bit um, – I was fine with it. Like um, I liked seeing, you know, that they plant the trees and they grow the trees and they sort of take care of the area and stuff like that, but it was yeah. – still felt, felt a bit murdery. Um <laughs> Yeah. Cutting down I, a tree I, for pleasure. This year, there's a there's a startup that I saw in the media. They're they're selling like potted or they're renting potted Christmas trees so that That's like nice. it's not a one one use sort of tree because it is yeah it's not it isn't a nice thing if you think about it to chop down a baby tree and it's decorate it and even, let it dry out. Probably even less nice that once we chopped it down, Matthew and I did hunting poses and skipped around the tree. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm, it was probably a bit tactless, but uh, I have I have some top Christmas tree facts in case you have a live Christmas tree at home. Uh, water it, like put put moisture on the on the stem where it's been chopped. It'll help it not dry out because Christmas trees, um, when they dry out, there's a lot of oil in the in the needles. Um, and I'll put one of these videos in the show notes, like how quickly a Christmas tree catches fire because it is frightening. It is yeah. super frightening. There's and I remember of- back in the day, my dad, when my little brother was younger, um, we'd get huge, like, two-metre live Christmas trees and live candles on it, so, like, actual fire attached to it, which isn't that as dangerous, like, if you buy it just before Christmas and decorate it because it's still quite fresh. But if you ever see one of those things catch on fire, it's nuts. Absolutely crazy. Yep. That is a good tip. Um 
But yes, so hang on. We- One more Christmas tree fact, Emma. Mm-hmm. Did you know it was Prince Albert of Germany who introduced his a tree to his new wife in 1848, who was Queen Victoria of England. Fun fact. And it's a two-part fact, Emma. Prince Albert is also the name of a male genital piercing. So if you're on the lookout for any last-minute gifts, <laughs> whack Prince Albert voucher into your local Google. And, uh, well, I'm glad this episode is airing on Christmas Day so that nobody can follow through with that. That. I'm sure we can link a, a DIY Prince Albert video as well. Mm, I think we won't. We could make it a Christmas <laughs> tradition that I do the show notes over Christmas. Um, yeah, I'm going to veto that. <laughs> uh, that is my Christmas gift to our listeners. Um, <laughs> So, Emma, um, I know that you've had a number of special Christmases. Um, what do you think was your most specialist? It's pretty funny. Like, when we started, I thought I had had Christmas in a couple of places. Mm. Um, so, I've actually celebrated Christmas, Christmas actual day in Australia, United Kingdom and um, India. Uh, so that was pretty fun, but I then realized I've been in and around different country oh, in countries around the Christmas time. So I've seen Christmassy things. I've been in 19 different countries. I, I travel a lot in November and December. This, this November mm. was a bit weird for me, not being overseas. I am often in a colder place around this time of year. But anyway, yeah, in India, uh, India, I was there in 2011 and I was actually at a wedding on Christmas Day. That seems sacrilegious. Well, the Indians, people that I was with are Hindu and Jain um, religion, so they don't really, they're not fussed about Christmas. That are their names, Hindu and Jain? Jain is uh, a type of religion. (laughs) Jainism. (laughs) Sorry, Sorry, all you Jainers. J A I N, and a Hindu is um, someone who is of the Hindu religion. Uh, yes. So they got married. Um, they actually had like a six-day lead-up to their wedding. It was pretty intense. So the actual wedding was on the twenty-fifth um, of December, which was were there wow. an auspicious day. So they what they do is when a couple gets together, is they work out. Um, they do their astrology and they work out what's going to be an auspicious date and time for them. And what does what auspicious nip mean? It means good blessings, like for a good future. Uh-huh. So if you want to have a prosperous and happy marriage, you should probably check that. Uh, so they, it was about 6 p.m. was their time. So some people is 2 a.m. on a day or 11 a.m. or whatever. They It's very random. So they had 6 p.m. <laughs> Um, on the 25th of December. So I was in a sari on my way to a wedding after getting all dressed up and I uh, got a phone call from my mum going, Merry Christmas. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I forgot. That's today. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you too. And she's like, well, what are you be doing to celebrate Christmas? I said, well, I won't. I'm off to eat curry and um, dance around at a wedding and follow all like of their traditions. Christmas. Yeah, it was really um, – it was nice in the lead up because I was in in Mumbai uh, with my Mumbai India with my friends, 
And one of my friend's families really enjoy, they like, like the mall, the malls there are decorated Christmassy, even though, because there mm. are Christian and Catholic people in India. So who would follow sure. Christmas? But people, even my friends are actually um, Parsi. And so they are a Zoroastrian religion, which means they felt like kind of fire is their God. Um, oh, I like that. It's pretty cool. Uh, so they, um, they, they, but they like the look of Christmas. So I was going to like this beautiful little shop. fiery. Yeah. It's all, you know, pretty. So, um, yeah, we were like buying decorations for my friend's son and things like that. So it was pretty random being like bustling streets of Mumbai and then going to a shop that's all decked out Christmassy and you're like, um, this is strange. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was I fun. Think Indian, Indian Christmas sounds amazing. Well, then another year I was in Bahrain, the um, kingdom of Bahrain, with Indian yeah. friends and that particular family uh-huh. love Christmas. So while I was there, they had decorated the whole house and it's like the most decorated house I've ever seen and they are 100% <laughs> not Christian she right. just loves Christmas. And so, and they had a really cool thing where um, they were a lot of, a lot of um, migrant families there, people working, um, I wasn't say migrant, I should say um, expat families. So they, they had made friends with their neighbors and then the sister in law happened to also live there. And so they just had this open door policy. Uh, so all the families and friends just walk in between the apartments um, majority of the time. And we just, celebrated kind of all together it was Mm. very communal very communal and um really really lovely to to spend time and it was just beautifully decorated and again the malls had the Christmassy thing so but um I was in I've had Christmas in the UK actual Christmas in 1996 2006 2008 2013 and I was there very near to Christmas in 2017 and 2019, but I came home. Oh. I flew over one year. Oh, God, no, I've had another one. 2014, I flew over the day before Christmas because my friend was getting married on the 27th. I would have been quite happy to fly over on the 25th or 26th, but it felt a bit weird to fly, be so close yet so far. So I paid sure. an extra $500 to fly before Christmas or so um, so that I could have Christmas. And I tend to, when I'm in England, I would have family uh, Christmas Day with my mum's side, say, and then I would have Christmas mm-hmm. Boxing Day with my dad's side. Yeah, and that, that's that's similar to, to German Christmas as well where you split it up a little bit like that. Yeah, so – and I have to say Christmas in the UK is one of my favourite things. I like. I think that's why I'm not super into – decorating and stuff like that because it just feels mm. very Christmassy. I go to church with my um, my dad's side. We go to church on Christmas Eve there. and Good, good statistic work. Yeah, I love listening, love singing the carols with them. Again, we go to the pub after. Then we go to the pub and do the whole catch-up with old friends. And I've, because I've been so many times, I do know a lot of the neighbours and friends. And then, mm. yeah, just waking up, it feels magical. It's quite cosy, got chestnuts and all that sort of stuff but um I was for my first Christmas in England when I was I was nine it was 1996 mm-hmm. and my dad came and woke me up very very early about yeah 6 30 or something and he said Emma it's snowing 
and we ran to the window and there was like this light dusting like like on the like the gingerbread houses like it looked like icing right. sugar <laughs> light dusting of snow on the buildings and uh we were just could also us, be a chemical spill <laughs> no definitely snow and us kids were just like beyond you know and mm. on christmas day there was enough snow on the ground that we made a little snowman and coming from australia when you used to hot christmases by the pool having a barbecue it was pretty yeah. Yeah, cr- magic. Chris, it hasn't snowed in, in around this area of Germany around Christmas for, I don't know, six, seven, eight years. It's uh, because of global warming, people. Yes, yes. It's, um, it's a real thing. So I will rattle off the other places prob- I've been. <laughs> um, so I was in Scotland right before Christmas in 2017 and we I remember going right. down the town um, for the, like, turning on of the Christmas lights, which was super fun. Mm. And I was there with, I was there for a wedding. And then um, actually, funnily enough, I was there for a family friend's wedding. And a few years before I'd been there for her brother's wedding in England. (laughs) They love getting married around Christmas, apparently. Um, I've been to Austria a few times and I've been to the Uh Weihnachtsmarkt there. And I have to say Innsbruck is absolutely phenomenal, so charming, so magical being in Innsbruck around Christmas in Austria. Highly recommend. It's pretty pretty magical any time of year, really, is it? I would live there in a half. It is picturesque. It is like a postcard. It is very picturesque. I've been in Germany. I was in there in 2006. I went to the... Jawohl. Jawohl. I went to the Christmas markets with you. In 2006 Uh in Köln. Um, I was also there. I went in Munich. In 2013. We've, we've been to Christmas markets in Neuss as well, Emma. And then we were there in Neuss, which we put up on the Instagram the other day. And then I was also in Germany around um, Christmas in 2017. Um, hmm. And then I've been in the USA. I was there in 96 before Christmas. I was there in 2012. I have a photo with my cousin near a Christmas tree. And then 2018 with my husband and it was very, very magical cutting down a Christmas tree and decorating and doing all that stuff. Uh, last year, 2019, I was on a cruise ship, right? Uh, you know, a couple of weeks before Christmas. And we went right. to um, Lifu, Vanuatu, Numea um, on, that, on that cruise uh, and um, Mare. Uh, but Numea. Did they decorate for Christmas? Yeah, Numea has this little train, choo choo train. It's like a little cart train that you can tour yeah. around the island on. And the fronts yeah. of the trains were like spectacularly decorated. And again, <laughs> it's super fun. You're on an island and then you've got this little train and then there's like tinsel all over it. It was. Spe- <laughs> I'll put a photo up. It's awesome. Uh, and then, and one night we went to bed and they had this. Um, mall (laughs) had this like mall in the middle of the boat like these ships are massive we went to bed no tree in the morning all the christmas decorations were up and so this massive tree had been erected in this in the middle of this boat and it was just it was beautiful it was like oh wow christmas came to the ship (laughs) it's very special uh i was in spain in 2013 on the way to Ibiza and I just remember Madrid being, you know, Christmassy decorated and the lights being on and things mm. like that. Mm. As I said, Bahrain, 2016. I was in Czech Republic in 2016. That was New Year, 2006, sorry. I was going to say That was yeah. for New Year's Eve. So it was still a little bit Christmassy before and I happened to on New Year's Day bump into this really like cool guy 
uh, coming huh. out of a McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like all the cool guys go to McDonald's. Um, that guy no, was, that was That was fun. This is a fun <laughs> fact. We randomly, we didn't know we were both in, in the Czech Republic. For New Year's. No. Yeah. And so we were both hungover doing what every hungover person does on New Year's Day and we were at McDonald's. McDonald's. So there you go. If you're looking for your friends Did on you New know? Year's, head to Macca's. <laughs> You'll probably be yeah. there. Also, if you're looking for food, most of the part, well, many parts of a Christmas tree can be eaten as it's also a great source of vitamin C. Okay. Just in case you're ever starving at Christmas, which is like the rarest thing ever. In case the Christmas lunch doesn't work out, just start snacking on the tree. I'm sure you can make some sort of, you know, chop off a few branches and make like a delicious steeped tea. You could make like a tree and leave. Oh. (laughs) Ever. Drop mic. End recording. I'm out, people. That was my Christmas gift to you. Except. Miracles um, do happen. They don't. They don't have leaves. They have needles, right? Don't ruin it, Darius. Um, I'm going to keep going. I was also in Hungary in 2017 before Christmas and went to the Christmas markets with our beautiful friend Emily. And that was lovely because – Oh, Emily. In Emily. Because they had um, some really yummy like traditional sort of foods and things. So – Langosh? Yes. Lavosh, did you say? Langosh. 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 Yes, that was like a pizzery like thing. Mm. It was very yummy. And they had this yummy dessert thing. I, I, it was a lot of pastry. It was a lot of sugar, a lot of deliciousness. Um, so that was very charming. And then I was in Finland. And I've been putting up photos recently of this in 2013. And I went. And you could, With Marika. And you could go there any time of the year. But, uh, yeah, we went to Lapland to uh, meet Santa. And that is 100% hands down bucket list material. Like you, I don't care where you're at on the Santa scale, going there, being in that place in the North Pole, it is magic. And Hmm. walking into the room, and I met a couple of Santas, not going to lie, but this one particular one, he was awesome at the Santa Park. And I walked into the room and I was like, hi, Santa. (laughs) He's like, have you been good? I was like, yes. He's like, you've come. You wherever you're from, we're like we're Australia. And he's like, oh, you've come very far. I was like, yes, we have Santa. Uh, my friend's two and a half year old was petrified and really not interested. And I was like, shush, you're ruining it for me. Um, but it was it was so much fun. It was just all magical. And then we went to Helsinki, and I went to, um, to which is the capital of Finland, and we went to the Christmas markets there. And they had some really u- unique, beautiful Scandinavian sort of handicrafts and things it was a very um wonderful to experience um i have a christmasy vibe from switzerland and france because i was there i went to the snow but it was january but i just feel like the snow is always kind of christmasy doesn't doesn't count anyway sorry okay it doesn't count i was in south africa (laughs) and kenya and tanzania in 2008 before christmas Mm-hmm. Didn't see a lot of Christmassy going. South Africa was like Australia, like kind of hot. We had a, like a Christmas party, but like there might have been a tree. That was kind of the extent of it. A lot, a lot of partying, a lot of drinking, a lot of socialising because it's lit in the lead up to the festive season. Yeah. I was in Mexico in 2008 just on New Year's and all the Christmas lights in Mexico City were still up, the Navidad, and that was spectacular. Uh, so that was really cool to experience. And I've also been there in 2012 around the Christmas period too. 
And then mm -hmm. Canada, Canada. I was there in 2007 and I went to the ski fields again just before New Year's, but that it was called Big White in um, uh, BC, British Columbia, uh, was the ski field. And it just was like a Christmas village all the time. We did actually have a tree in the town, but it was like decorated tree. But the lights and the way, like, if you imagine those, you know, sometimes people for decorations have those little Christmas villages in their house. Like my dad does it, the, mm -hmm. the Lamax little houses. Well, Big White looks like that yep. on like just to scale. <laughs> sure. So I think that's all of my Christmas experiences. So, But I've only technically wow. been in Christmas Day in Australia, UK and India. But I'm, I'm kind of like the Four Holidays um, movie. I don't know if you've seen that, Darius, but um, it's a fun movie with, know I have. with Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon and they're a bit anti-Christmas with the family. So they... Did, Emma, did you hear about the... Um the actress who got who got stabbed at the Oscars. No. Um, her name Reese Reese um, Reese. What's her last name? Reese something. With a spoon. No, with a knife. <laughs> <sighs> We're leaving that in. Yes. Okay. Four holidays. Anywho, they don't like spending Christmas with their family, so they which is not no thing on my family. It's just. It's the stress and the thing like that and who do you go to and da-da-da. So they like going away to tropical islands um, and then lie to their wow. family and tell them they're doing like charity work every Christmas. <laughs> so I won't lie to everybody. I will just be like, I'm not doing this. I'm going to Fiji. Bye. Good. Good. Yeah, having Christmas in other places can be really fun and especially places that are not like home, like um, – going to the Pacific Islands or going to the other side of the world um, can be a really fun way to spend Christmas. So I do recommend tr Christmas travel. Yeah. It was a really long can. way to get to that point. But book in advance because last minute Christmas travel is expensive. It is. It is expensive. And if you fly right just before Christmas, so if you are going on holiday, sometimes it's actually a good idea to go on Christmas Day. The flights are not that bad. And flying on Christmas, mm. they kind of make it fun as well. I haven't sure. actually done that, so well, I'll have to do that sometime. I nearly I've have, but I haven't. over Easter? I've flown over Easter? This is back in the day where you could go into the cockpit. And I remember I got Easter eggs from the captain while in the cockpit. You'll have to save that story for the Easter episode, Darius. Okay. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. I liked it. Um, it's also fun flying on New Year's, apparently. Um, celebrating new years in the air hmm. so yeah so wherever you are um please tell us how you celebrate christmas we'd love to hear from you you know the drill yep. come into the um we've been chatting about it anyway it's pretty fun in the um, lovely travels community we've been talking about what our plans are and what how we do Christmas. Uh, we've got Instagram. You can tag us in your photos, hashtag lovely travels, or you can just, you know, interact with us there. Uh, mm -hmm. Email us info at lovelytravels.com or head to our Facebook page as well. where We'll be putting up a bunch of photos of Christmas memories and uh, Christmas from around the world. So that is yeah. lovely travels on Facebook. And, um, Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, make sure you have a happy and safe and relaxed time as much as possible. Don't stress. 
Um, if you are feeling stressed, just you know, call one of us and shout into the phone. We'll understand. And then, um, yes, and from from us to yours, Merry Christmas. And Darius, maybe you can yep. say it in in Deutsch. Um, ich wünsche all unseren Hörern ein, ein fröhliches Weihnachtsfest und einen guten Rutsch ins neues Jahr. Ja, sehr gut. <lacht> Thanks, guys. Merry, Merry Christmas. Be safe, be healthy, be happy. Um, and we'll hear you all soon. See you in the new year. Bye-bye. Bye.